There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. In case we thought things could get, could bottom out, that we thought maybe, you know, this would be the beginning of riding the ship, this is a wonderful Yahoo article. Trump claims minorities thrive during his presidency. Advocates disagree. Wait, what disagree? (laughs) Advocates. Oh, okay. Last week, while announcing his presidential candidacy, so the fact is this, is that minorities thrived during the Trump administration. Right, just like everybody thrived during the Trump administration because it was a good administration. Well, sure, whatever it is, luck, Obama's surplus, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) things were a lot better for everybody. But the the left has to begin building their narrative. And so here we go. Last week, while announcing his presidential candidacy, Donald Trump said minorities thrived during his time in office. Two years ago, when I left the office, the United States stood ready for its golden age. Our nation was at the pinnacle of power, prosperity, and prestige, towering above all rivals, vanquishing all enemies, and striding into the future confident and so strong, Trump said his Mar-a-Lago estate. In four, in four short years, everybody was doing great. Men, women, African-Americans, Asian-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, everybody was thriving like never before, he added. But advocates and experts say otherwise. Stop AAPI hate, an organization that was created in 2020 after a rise in anti-Asian hate, believes that people of color were put in harm's way during the Trump administration. During the pandemic in 2020, Trump's systemic use of anti-Asian and Pacific Islander rhetoric. Pacific Islander rhetoric? What was that? <laughs> it's because it's it's one of these things where um, it's all in the acronym, like BIPOC. Yes. So yes. because it's A-A-N-A-P-I. Oh, so on branding. They, yeah, it's, the, okay. he didn't say anything about Pacific Islanders, but right. you, it's part of the general thing of the AAPI hate. During the pandemic in 2020, systemic use of 
anti-Asian Pacific Islander rhetoric really drove a sharp rise in hate incidents. There is no proof of that whatsoever. Of course not. There is no proof of that whatsoever. Because that didn't happen. Right. Because mostly the people doing the anti-Asian hate were like homeless, mentally ill people, often people of color of other persuasions. And also, and this is about the China virus, right? This is CNN and all the other organizations. We played the Yeah, Trump said China virus, so a homeless black man pushed an Asian person in front of a train. That's what happened. Right. So, So rhetoric really drove a sharp rise of hate incidents, unjust racial profiling. Unjust racial profiling <laughs> and overall deeper divisions across our nation. Uh, Meanwhile, Harvard's like at the Supreme mm-hmm. Court trying to continue discriminating against so Asian Americans. So, this is a balanced article. <laughs> the, next, the next group they okay. interview is the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at Cal State San Bernardino. Find that anti Asian hate sound like crimes experts. increased in 16 of the largest U.S. cities by 145 percent in 2020 during time, times Trump and off, Trump's time in office. Asian Americans are very angry at what China has done to our country and the world. Chinese Americans are the most angry of all. I don't blame them, Trump tweeted. That seems like... It seems pro-Asian American. Yes, it does. (laughs) Actually. In 2020, Trump posted... By the way, in 2020, 2018, 2017, 2016, Mm -hmm. do you think people, good progressives, were more tempted... To report a hate crime, somebody called me something mean or less attracted to it. Probably more. That's why there were so many hoaxes, like right after Trump won the election, too, so many people got debunked. In 2020, Trump posted at least two dozen tweets that used negative rhetoric against Asian Americans, and the tweets were sharp, were shared over one million times. It's funny. I would love to get an example of a a rhetoric tweet that were negative against Asian Americans, the Trump did. I mean, I think that his stuff about Mitch McConnell's wife was. That's of- that's not what we're talking about. This is 2020 <laughs> that we're talking about, okay. okay? And also, the Mitch McConnell wife thing was stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And the Glenn Youngkin thing. Also stupid. Doesn't make any <laughs> well, sense. Doesn't mean that it's not a call to action. <laughs> um. <sighs> I feel like we're still paying for the cost of Trump's ex- extreme presidency and his extreme rhetoric of dehumanizing of communities of color, says uh, activist Sean Sung Young Chamorro, the executive director at National AIDS and Pacific American Women's Forum. All these, by the way, groups seem that wo- flows off the tongue. They also by seem the like way. just a great bunch of fun people. <laughs> really, the progressives are going to say that the mean Republican conservative president was mean, huh? However, Kilkarni said it's not just Trump's rhetoric that harmed minorities, but also the policies implemented during his administration. The immigration ban that suspended visas from China. <laughs> Wait, the one that afterwards seemed like it was probably a pretty good idea? Well, is this the one that um, policies targeting the use of WeChat and even the ban on federal racial sensitivity training? First of all, the, the, the ban on uh, the suspended visas from China, was this a pandemic measure? Yes, they're referring this to the pandemic the, the, measure. The guy who we're about to laud here, it's fat in a moment, Anthony Fauci, probably would have been for that. Right, and of course, of course, liberals, their big claim to fame in 2020 was saying that Trump didn't react strongly enough to the right. pandemic. Remember, remember the famous 2020 
policies regarding the use of WeChat. My goodness, <laughs> if there's one thing, that's the only thing that stands out for me that year. It's that. I do remember. And then pandemic and then George Floyd riots. I do I do think it's interesting that they didn't mention at least so far um, when he was going to potentially ban TikTok because mm-hmm. um, the Biden administration is thinking about doing that because national security people are actually seriously worried about TikTok. Yeah, but Trump did it for the wrong re- reasons because right, he wanted course. it so okay. Because he just didn't like Asian people. Nearly two years after the end of Trump's term in office, Asian American communities say they are still dealing with the impact of his decisions. This reminds me of the stuff like with the mascots and the Native Americans where like when they pull actual Native Americans, you know, just living life on reservations as Native Americans, they're like, we don't care. That's not offensive. But then they can find 50 million activist groups that grift off this stuff that are like, this is so harmful. Yes. Many of our community members are being targeted, whether it's violence in the streets or some sort of discrimination, but we're still facing that. So that's like a very in-our-face, still-present threat to our safety, she said. I think the, the nightmare's over, right? <laughs> the Fuhrer was cast out. It's like, I don't see how this is still happening. Uh, in the 2020 presidential election, black Americans largely voted with Joe Biden, over 90% voting against Trump. Four in ten Biden votes came from black, Hispanic, yada, 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 yada. This is fantastic. Let me guess Trump made gains with Asian voters. Well, no, there's a very man in the street person here who's going to who's got a great quote okay. who uh, okay. encapsulates it all. We know who's good for us. We know what's best for us. We feel like Trump did not represent our values and did not help our communities. Svante Myrick, president of People for the American Way, a progressive advocacy organization told Yahoo News. Some minority here's paragraph 53. Some minority voters have expressed support for Trump. Oh. Some minority voters have expressed support for Trump. Mateo Morzacco, a graduate student in Texas, in Texas, told BBC News that in 2020 that Trump's policies and ideals protect the United States. He has a strong nationalist stance, and they try to portray that as racist, he said. Protecting our borders and building up your economy is something most Americans want. I don't see how that's racist or some kind of dog whistle. Oh. <laughs> Others have argued that Trump made key strides in the right direction for minorities. How come that this all this stuff wasn't the lead? That's not the story that they wanted to tell, no, obviously. No, that's right. Others have argued that Trump made key strides in the right direction for minorities and criminal justice reform. In 2018, the Trump administration commuted Alice Johnson's sentence and signed into law the First Step Act, which increased prisoner rehabilitation efforts and gave judges more leeway with the sentencing of drug offenders. Once again, headline, Trump claims minorities thrive during his presidency. Advocates disagree. What about the legislation? The legislation is not an advocate or a dissenter or, or somebody, a critic, yeah, right? it just either is or isn't. I mean, there's also the fact of the economy, which helps everybody. You know, the and Trump loved to tout the unemployment numbers for black Americans and Hispanic Americans and stuff, which were great as they were for everybody. The whole thing about Trump was that he wanted everybody to love him and be the best president ever for black people, for Asian people, whatever. And so obviously he's not gonna do anything on purpose to jeopardize that he just doesn't but advocates say the first step act had overwhelming support before trump got involved he's trying to take credit for something that would have happened with or without him which is you know frankly typical trump myrick said 
Uh, uh, that's not true at all. Well, yeah. It, the, He's it, the one who arm twisted Republicans into going with it because that was course. a Democrat priority. And, was, and imagine yes. how much more the Democrats could have got done if they'd gone with that strategy of dealing with Trump. Of like trying to get him to get their stuff done. Because they absolutely would be able to. But, you know, because Trump just wants to get things done and be popular and be liked. Like he he enjoys that stuff. He wants people Ethnic to Ethnic minorities love did not thrive. In fact, Trump was able to nominate no black individual to feder- any federal uh, appellate court in the country. Carl Tobias Locks, professor at the University of Richmond, told Yahoo News. We've already seen those effects, abortion, health care, voting rights, all those areas where he did things that helped himself in the party. Can you imagine this? Ethnic minorities did not thrive. In fact, Trump was able to nominate no black individuals to any appellate federal court in the country, a law professor said. And it's well known. So it's understanding. So that's the barometer of blacks thriving, not people in communities actually making more money and being gainfully employed so they have a chance at the American dream. No. It's this guy's elite elite club um, leaderboard, leaderboard, where he's finding mm-hmm. like who, what color of how many are where, this and that. How elitist are these freaking people? Yeah, uh, of course. Under Trump, when black people can economically thrive more and they can, you know, go to better schools and have their kids grow up to go to better law schools and become judges, that doesn't count for anything because that's too wishy-washy and people getting to do their own thing, and it's it's hard to track that. No, it's all fake scorecards, like you're saying, like, you know, oh, a historic first, the first black lesbian immigrant press secretary, and the first black this and that, the black woman on the Supreme Court. and it, It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous because that, that's a tiny percentage of people. I mean, I know there's a lot of federal appellate court judges, but there's, you know, that's a tiny percentage of the population. That doesn't impact that many black people's lives. And then for them to tie it back to abortion, like, which is the worst policy for black lives, if you mm-hmm. care about black lives, like, as though the fact that Trump put on people of a certain skin color and that's why Roe v. Wade was overturned is just so absurd. Clarence Thomas was one of the people who overturned Roe v. Wade and in fact wrote the strongest opinion on it. Right. So it has nothing to do with skin color, the fact that Roe v. Wade is overturned, but that's that's to the left. Everything is one thing, right? It all is tied together. It's all climate change and COVID and anti-racism and abortion and all the things and trans people. It's all like rolled into one big thing. Do you remember when David Hogg tweeted about how like gun control was all about, um, you know, that uh, gun control was like first done by like trans Native American <laughs> activists or something completely insane because like to them it's all it's all like one big cause it's completely it's not like separate ideas that you can think about but whatever I mean they're insane Trump makes them insane um, so, good news for Trump, by the way. What? Did you see the Emerson poll that I sent you? No. So there was just an Emerson primary poll. Uh, so this was conducted 11, 18, and 19. And this is for the 2024 National Republican primary. Trump, 55. DeSantis, 25. Pence, 8. Cheney, 4. Cruz, 3. Haley, 3. Hogan, 1. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, I, but I mean, what? Where? I, I would have to know more details. How so? Like on where those are? Well, that that's a national poll, so it's anywhere in the country. But 
Um, yeah, no, of course, th- what the primary states are is going to have a big impact. But and we've seen polling that goes both ways. But yeah, I mean, it's possible he's bounced back a bit since the election. I definitely think the perception that um, that re- that conservative media is like coalescing around Ron DeSantis and trying to hold out Trump is I think that that helps Trump, actually. I think regular voters don't like the the sense that he's being iced out from the nomination and I think that's part of what happened last time and I do think that that's happening a bit again I think also that um you know it's really far away and we're just gonna have to see what happens okay what's up what are we laughing about now uh Dave says did you visit Pedro at south of the border I'm not sure um Morgan says Tom looks like Tim Dillon with that shirt on which there I'll take. Go. Which I'll take. Um, yep. I like Tim Dillon. I do have. I do get his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. You're frozen um, again. Oh, pre-show yeah. chaos. Uh oh. Yeah, my, it's blinking now. Um, Tommy New Hampshire says, "God, they have an endless list of word salad to link everything horrible to Trump. How do they get so good at this?" Yeah. Because well, they they they're in a, an echo chamber, so they just reinforce each other and they create. Yeah. Like this, this story, which really vindicates Trump on the merits, but right. includes the editorial comment of some other people. This will be picked up as a thing mm-hmm. and will be reported as a thing in advance as a thing. Uh, my buddy who's friends with Bernie and Black voted Republican this cycle. We have had heated arguments in the past, so it was shocking to me. Hmm. Um, let's see. Progress. I'll take it. Uh, Morgan says black folks don't like the trans stuff at all. I think that that's um, I think that's fairly uh, accurate. Uh, I, I think. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm it's, not sure where it's a bit of a shift too. I mean, I don't know. The more they, that's why they try and link all this stuff together. Mm-hmm. That it's all one thing. Um, By the way, there's a there's a New York New York Post piece that's got mask mandates should be reinstated to help long COVID. HHS report says. And uh, oh, look, good. At, look at the person photographed there. Oh, it's Rachel Levine? Yes, this is the person telling us on behalf of science what should happen. This person is living an unscientific lie as, as a lie. Of course. shows you this person is either dealing uh, with a, a perception reality problem or is simply an activist. Not that it's that's exactly breaking news, but it's good to see it. Oh, okay. One more thing that's got me pissed off in the night. We'll go to you, okay? Okay. Um. It's not even that it's got me pissed off. It's just that, you know, fine. I mean, this president we have right now is the most divisive president this country has ever had, including Woodrow Wilson, who put people in jail, including uh, um, uh, Abraham Lincoln, who was at the origins of the Civil War, where we fought each other. This president we have is the most toxic, toxic, divisive, cynical, immoral Mm -hmm. thing that's ever been in that White House. And here's an example. We're not going to back down, though, in our fight to give families breathing room. That's why the Department of Justice is asking the Supreme Court of the United States to rule on the case. But it isn't fair to ask tens of millions of borrowers eligible for relief to resume their student debt payments while the courts consider the lawsuit. For that reason, the Secretary of Education is extending the pause on student loan payments while we seek relief from the courts, but no later than June 30, 2023. June! So that's we're going to be into three years now. (laughs) <laughs> where the most privileged in the country have not had to pay their bills, who have said loud and proud that they intend to use any savings on, co- on, on college 
for travel mm-hmm. in fine dining. Yeah. They have said this. Now, I know that yeah, or now, gone they, to you and I have to pay said- our bills. And I've noticed that when we don't, a lot of times I have to sign something from the post office. Mm-hmm. Because there be people at Morgan Stern in, in uh, Tupman um, want to have a word with me. Right. It's funny that that the their debts, which are debts of luxury, are considered so much more prudent to uh, to shift the burden right. over from. It is the most divisive thing I could ever imagine. I mean, the, the Republicans suck as a party, so we can't impeach them. We can f around, and you know, we can we can look at Hunter Biden. The, here's the here's the thing about Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. It appears almost certain. That he was a heavy drug user who used prostitutes, who broke the law, who broke gun laws, who bro- broke drug laws, who broke deals that included Joe Biden, where he kicked money up to Joe and his brother. And this was a matter of course. The k- kid got overpaid big time, et cetera. He's a total dirtbag, et cetera. Right. The, the Republicans didn't win the Senate. So it doesn't effing matter. Uh, and and we don't, we're not going to get the luxury like the Democrats are now. You know, with this new, they've got somebody new looking at Trump, independent prosecutor, independent special counsel, whatever. Yeah, he's the new crush of all the blue wave fangirls on Twitter. Yeah, and this guy worked at The Hague, so good. This tells us good. It's uh-huh. a good war crimesy. You know, he did Milosevic, no offense, Alice. And now he's doing, <laughs> and now he's doing Trump. And so it's total and utter BS. Meanwhile, they've got the, the some appellate court has has uh, ruled that Trump's taxes can be shown, which is this is all a campaign to destroy Trump, and. And any campaign, anything that the Republicans do with Hunter Biden and dragging people up there in front of Congress, mm-hmm. which I think is is uh, acceptable, considering you think the old there seems to be evidence that the old man was getting kickbacks indirectly through a middleman, who was uh, you know who was careless enough to leave his laptop around with the links around to the right. vice president. Um, you think that that's it's an appropriate investigation, but at this point. It's all for not. It's all for nothing. The Democrats are just going to use it uh, to say that it's an attempt to hide Trump, to hide Trump's dalliances, um, and they're not going to ever push. They're never going to push, even though CBS has now confirmed three years later that the, 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 uh, that it was indeed Hunter Biden's laptop. Mm-hmm. They're not going to turn. They work. They work for Biden. So media is not going to jump on. So this is useless. And also, I don't trust Kevin McCarthy to not f this up. I don't trust him. And it, it, I don't trust him. If the country's going to fall on its face now, this is what's going to happen. So either we can have a distraction and feed ammo to the left to try to salvage the 24-24 elections, or... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze... Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We can simply say, here you go. It's to all mm-hmm. you. Here you go. And try to show them and see if there's any semblance of anybody in this country who's not stupid. Well, in the chat, Tommy and Morgan don't think that it's all that bad because at least there will be gridlock in D.C. So they won't be able to get more huge, big, bad bills done. If Kevin McCarthy can hold a hold the line on every single person in the caucus, can he do that? I don't know. And I don't know got- either. But and and with the Republicans in the majority, even a slim majority, they'll be in bigger on all the um, committees and everything, so they mm-hmm. can like bring people in for hearings and I do mean, stuff th- like that. There've like- been a couple of good bright spots. McCarthy mm-hmm. said. That he's going to whack um, Swalwell off the Intel Committee, which is good. He's also going to whack uh, Schiff off of a big committee too. Yeah, and I'm all I'm all for that. I'm all for it. And Schiff said it's going to lead to chaos. Can we get Omar off committee? Yeah, too? he's going to, he said that too. Okay, that she's, good. She's going to be off one of the committees too, and that's good. These people are all immoral, dirtbag, bottom feeders. Schiff himself is the devil incarnate, as far as I'm concerned. And he's what he did to lie, go mm-hmm. into into briefings. Uh, where the there were intel agencies were saying we can't find any any right. Russian uh, in, in cooperation with Trump, and for him then to go into the media and say we've found definitive evidence of co- cooperation between the Trump and the Russians, that guy should be behind bars. If he was a Republican, he would be behind bars right now. Probably. Um. So the NHL is now trans. Yes, the NHL is trans. So this happened today. The NHL tweeted, um, basically, they've uh, like sponsored this new league, basically. And how come I can't find the tweet now? Um, But yeah, they said um, this was the NHL is proud to support this past weekend's Team Trans Draft Tournament in Middleton, Wisconsin. This was the first tournament comprised entirely of transgender and non-binary players with around 80 folks participating. Hashtag hockey is for everyone. Hashtag NHL pride. See you, hockey. Had a good shot. Yeah. And of course, then somebody tweeted back. Uh, because I think they were confused. So men playing on a women's team <laughs> and the NHL, this is the official NHL account replied, trans women are women. Trans men are men. Non-binary identity is real. You ever notice they can only talk in bumper stickers? I don't know. Trans that, women uh, are women. Are these trans women are women. Are these trans women are women of, of um, uh, Trudeau? Is that what this is? I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. Is it like I and I don't understand how hockey, which I think is a sport that doesn't attract a lot of fans that are like that or players that are like that. Uh, I think that's correct. I mean, I don't understand how all the people but this is what they do, though, I guess, is like progressives join organizations. They all jump into your organization. They take it over from the inside out, usually starting like in the HR department with a bunch of stupid trainings. And then they wear your organization like a skin suit and pretend to still be the NHL or to be, you know, the Boy Scouts or to be whatever organization they're pretending to still be the Sierra Club or whatever it is. And then they just do their weird woke agenda instead of that like what is the nhl doing what's the end goal of having the trans nhl i mean i know this was just like a play tournament but but what's the end goal i mean like are they thinking that 
if a woman were good enough at hockey, I assume she'd be in the NHL. Yeah. I like women aren't banned from the NHL, are they? No, I'm, I'm off it. Are, it's, are like, non-binary to me, that's, people? To me, that's easy because my kids aren't going to play hockey. I'm not getting up and lifting <laughs> up a big, huge duffel bag, and I'm not. And I'm not. It's fine. It's, so, it's good. But I'm. I'm just wondering, like, are non-binary people banned from the NHL currently? Like, if if there was like a really good non-binary hockey player, or no. if like, you know. What is Somebody really that, good, that's what like you just Dan O'Chara decided he was non-binary and used they, them pronouns. Would he still be allowed to play in the NHL? <laughs> They're on a breakaway. <laughs> no one around them. <laughs> They're isolated. They're alone. <sighs> <laughs> They're alone. The new NHL. So, yeah. <laughs> then Morgan just said he wants to hear play by play guys use the proper yes. pronouns. Hopefully they'll come up with something weird like AM air. They're in the penalty box. <laughs> so it's um what do you call it when this when oh so it's a, a power, power play, play, right? No, yeah. no. But you said they're in the penalty box. Yes. There's just one day. <laughs> Zed is in the penalty box. Can somebody please translate this from upstairs? Anybody please? <laughs> Okay, uh, so we get to a little bit of Fauci. Fauci had his curtain call today at the yeah, White House. It's his last press conference. Sad day for America. His last press conference. Let me you, tell you, KGP this, was not having it. Here's this, Fauci going after Trump. Is this, there, there was some dubious advice coming out of the White House. There was some dubious advice, some questionable medical advice coming out of non-doctors right. at this podium. Mm. How do you think that affected the, the progress nice of this pandemic? Well, you remember, if you were around, that at this podium I contradicted those, which set off a whole series of things in my life. Uh. <laughs> oh my god this guy is such a prick god he loves himself so much by the way the, the reporter in question was wearing a mask this is today is that but, april ryan is that him? no uh you know yeah i mean we have to continue and we were just talking about this a little while ago the way you counter misinformation and disinformation is that to do whatever you can as often as you can to provide correct so what is if you get the vaccine you will not get the virus or spread the virus. What kind of information is that? Because that was told to me as being factual information. And if you questioned it, you Twitter would give you 18 little disclaimers saying, are you sure you want to question this? That was, that was scientifically true information at that time. Oh, I see. I see. Which then became not scientifically true. So it really depends when you say it. Okay. Okay. Information. The people who have correct information, who take science seriously, who don't have strange way out theories about things but who base what they every time a scientist tells you how important and scientific and noble they are um start backpedaling because these people are sinister sinister dirtbags say on evidence and data need to speak up more because the other side that just keeps putting out misinformation and disinformation seems to be tireless in that effort incredible well, I mean, at least he's showing us that he's um, precisely the activist we always thought he was. So this got Karine Jean-Pierre intended to have a, a, a pleasant and friendly send-off to him today. But unfortunately, a couple of the reporters started asking reporter questions. Oh, and no, so she dove. Talk about uh, a team play, a sport. She dove like a like a, a FIFA, FIFA, FIFA goalie yeah. um, in front of those questions. I will not call on you. If you yell, and also you're taking time off the clock 
because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Taking time off the clock. Mm -hmm. It's a press briefing. It's not a gala fete for Anthony Fauci. It's a press briefing. They're briefing the press. We only have a certain amount of time with the great Dr. Fauci, and we need him to have nice questions. We want to hear about how Trump was mean to him, not about where the coronavirus pandemic came from and stupid things like that. Jeez. Go ahead, Jeremy. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, only 30 good questions. So Fauci is backing off the podium while uh, in the cacophony <laughs> people are asking about the origins of the coronavirus, and he wants no part of that, so it's time for Karine Jean-Pierre to dive in front of the ball again. You ask your question, you should allow her to ask some question. It is not, it is not your turn. It is not your turn. You can read the press briefing, you need to call from people across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. Dr. Fauci is the best person I I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespectful. It is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. You wanted them. You got them, lefties. So that is where we are. Do you want more Fauci stuff for you? Yeah, because he also weighed in on Thanksgiving. This is important because um, some of the people had questions about how we can stay safe this Thanksgiving, which I think is very important for them to know. The mask reporter asked him how we should stay safe this Thanksgiving. Um, Okay, here we go. Hold on. This is April Ryan. There's two mask reporters, apparently. Okay. One, the issue of COVID and mask wearing. We're not talking about mask wearing in this moment. Masks and the word masks have become a pejorative in some parts of this nation. Can you talk about the importance of mask wearing as you're worried about the holidays and people gathering? Oh, shut up. And then on the gatherings for Thanksgiving and Christmas, what do you recommend (laughs) this is not a question that a journalist should have this is not a question a journalist Fauci, should have please tell us how can we have thanksgiving and christmas it's no she's not saying tell us she's saying will you tell the other people because <laughs> she's wearing one in this room right now she's got this tiny little brain that she's wearing one in this room full of people <laughs> as if it's doing something she's saying can you tell the rest of the people in this room and the dummies in america please the MAGA people how important this is and how good i'm doing for wearing <laughs> one please and if you want to give me a personal shout out that's okay too <laughs> not boosted may have some who have not had a vaccine at all that is precisely how somebody who has never questioned a bit of guidance ever <laughs> talks. Using his own language. Some who aren't boosted. Yeah. Three or four boosts. Can you please tell us? Please tell us. I mean, I have to wonder, do well, those people... I think your first and second question are related because what it really this question tells is allowed. you is that we have <laughs> yes. multiple his time limit is not mentioned during this one. and multiple actions we can take to protect ourselves. So there's a whole spectrum. Masking is one of them. Now, we're not talking about requirements or mandating. We're talking about if you're in a situation and each individual person evaluates their own risk and that of the risk of their family members, for example, like a person who's 25-year-old living alone versus someone who has an elderly parent or grandparent or someone who's immune compromised. First of all, everybody should be vaccinated and boosted with flu and with COVID. Whether or not you wear a mask or... 
Another thing we shouldn't underestimate is testing. So when we're gathering at a family gathering for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for any other holiday as we get into the winter, it makes sense that you might want to get a test that day before you come into a place in which you might be infected and spread it or other people who might be there in order to protect. So there's, masking is important, but you can count masking, vaccine, boosting, testing. All of that is part of the spectrum of protecting yourself and your family. I don't have the I don't have the bit. I can't find it unless you what? Can find it. I, the, the quote our, our bit. Oh, okay. I can go look. But um, yeah. I mean. Oh, we should go to the chat chat anyway. Oh, is it time to go to the chat chat it already? Is. This okay, is, wow. We actually have so much stuff today to talk about. Yeah. That we're gonna need more time because we've yeah. got to go to next door. We're in South Carolina right now. We mm-hmm. bring kids over and then come back and we're seeing our friends and then. Listen, we've got a thousand things to do, but then there you go. But we've got okay. so much stuff for tomorrow as well, so hang in there. Tomorrow, and are we going to do a Thanksgiving Day show? Of course. Nice. Uh, Tom, where, where do I do this? Where do I do this? There it is. Chat, chat. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Let us see here. Hi. Steve from Merrimack. Hi, Hi Steve. Steve. Just trying to imagine the scene where you're having a ride from hell down to South Carolina. And you decide to calm the situation by forcing the children to listen to <laughs> Bill Maher and Sam Harris do an interview. <laughs> you got what you deserve, pal. That's all I can tell you. Ever heard like... of the Wiggles? <laughs> Tom doesn't Jesus like Christ. to have to listen to kids. Anyway, stuff. happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Steve. Uh, my dad used to listen to Bob Dylan every yeah. car trip. Yeah. Well, they have, they have stuff they can do. They've, they have screens and stuff. That yeah. Bastards. Hey, Burn Barrel crew. Hey. What's this I hear that Tom's a member of the Proud Boys? Not just a member, the top Proud Boy I heard. The proudest he boy. He likes to get in scuffles, I heard. Um, also, they do email um, you, I think. Yeah, they did. That uh, DJ nickname was for uh, Alice. and <clears throat> had to do with her mammogram. Oh, um, dense missed- jugs. Anyway, oh, I, like it. I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, thank you. No, yeah, the Proud Boys of Connecticut have reached out to me, and uh, sorry, fellas, I am um, I am on vacation this week. So, but but you can listen in. I think Reese uh, maybe filling in, or um, uh, Joe Markley is filling in. But you can pitch them on on whatever. I'll see you when I get back. All right, guys, guys, stand by and stand strong, or whatever it is. Tom, Tom, our four children who are under the age of twelve don't seem to be responding to the Bill Maher, Sam Harris interview. What are we going to do? Well, Alice, there's only one thing to do. Reruns of McNeil Lera from 1985. That'll calm the children down. Tom, Tom, what if that doesn't work? Alice, have you heard two words? Louis Rukeyser. I'm going to have them listen to Louis Rukeyser and then the best of Milton Friedman. Thank you. Louis McNeil Airport, obviously, we used to, my dad used to make us watch that all the time. And Louis Kaiser was a Wall Street um, Wall Street Report, Wall Street Review. He was a dead ringer for George Washington, Louis Kaiser. It was not entertaining if you were a kid. <laughs> Wall Street Wall Street Week, it was. Louis Kaiser, dead ringer for George Washington. Yeah. How is somebody a dead ringer for George Washington? He was. Look up Louis Kaiser. He was okay. a dead ringer for George Washington. It was not fun. My, my dad used to make me and Jimmy watch from my grandmother's TV, Vermont Report, 
which was a low-budget news wrap-up featuring people from the Burlington Free Press, etc. And my grandmother, oh, the, the color TV. Oh, like, interesting. I all, guess he kind of is. Yeah. All the colors were, like, obscured, so everybody was purple. Like a cross between him and no, Bill Clinton. Oh, can I remember me? I miss old Mrs. Applebottom. You used to mow my grass. And then after you were done, I used to give you a fine little gift. I would take out my false teeth and give you a nice oh, little gift. What was that? <laughs> what does that mean? I wouldn't even know what that means. Although I did... Did mow lawns for uh, for a bit, and we had this thing in junior high where they, you could go do small gigs. So I did around the town. I mowed this lady's lawn. It took me two days, and she was complaining like, "Where you were here yesterday? Are you coming back? Whatever." And I got I I got like two bucks an hour from her, four bucks. And I remember my dad picking me up and saying, "That sucks. That's terrible. That's not weird enough." I thought, you know what? You're right. I'm not doing that anymore. Tom, Tom, none of our tricks are working. This is saying the ride from hell down to South Carolina. What are we going to do? Well, Alice, it's time for the nuclear option. <laughs> Hand me the book on tape of Friedrich Hayek's The Road to Serfdom. The children will love it. <laughs> By the way, some of those old Milton Friedman uh, videos Milton are Milton Friedman's awesome, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the McLaughlin group would be another one. Do you remember that? No, but we've talked about that. Oh, before, it's yeah. fantastic. Fantastic. You know, it's whatever it takes. It's whatever it takes. Thank you so much, guys. Um, it's been another fun day. Thanks to everybody who's been here in the live chat and to all our Patreon subscribers. It's so fun having you guys with us. You can join that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also just find the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. If I get my hundred bucks back from FanDuel. Well, you can use it now. People explain to us how to use it. They said I have to go to New Hampshire. And yeah, you just have to cross the border and be physically there, and then you can. Well, then I will bet on something, even though I don't know how to bet on anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm using it. We're going to buy a camera here, so people can behold me. I don't either um, know how to bet on anything, although that's another thing we didn't get to is Ben Collins at NBC not understanding probability we'll at all. We'll at all. We have to do that tomorrow. Um so anyway, listen for free, burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can also leave chat chat messages there. Keep them coming. Thank you so much, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.